Up next, some huge news reported on Substack on the 14th of June by Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Gudentag, which I'm pretty sure means good day in German. The title of the Substack is First People Sickened by COVID-19 Were Chinese Scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Say U.S. Government Sources. Okay, maybe we should take a pause here and go and check our email inboxes, our social media feeds, and all of our messaging services to reply to all the people apologizing for the horrible things they said about us over the past three years. <clears throat> well, I guess we'll have to wait a little longer for that. Okay, so like I said at the outset, this is about me presenting a highlight reel and anything you find interesting you can investigate further by clicking on the links in the description below or that are embedded in the written version of today's video on my brand new Substack. So here's the best of from this article. Firstly, the three scientists currently understood to be patient zeros of the pandemic were all engaged in gain-of-function research on SARS-like coronaviruses when they fell ill, okay? Two, one of the three was Ben Hu, a researcher who led the gain-of-function research on SARS-like coronaviruses, which was designed to increase the infectiousness of these viruses. Okay. Ben Hu had been testing SARS-like viruses on humanized mice. Now, I'm just going to pause it here, as I've heard that phrase a lot throughout the pandemic, and it, shares, it scares the shit out of me. I have this image in my head of a giant half-human, half-mouse-like creature. So I looked it up on the Propaganda Network. That's Google for newcomers. And this is what I found. I found this fact sheet and this definition. Humanized mouse is a general term that refers to a mouse that has been engrafted with something from a human. This could be a short strand of human DNA, human tissue, a human tumor, a humanized immune system, or parts of the human microbiome. Okay, so how about this? Once we're all done bringing the monsters to trial for COVID, we go after these monsters next. Not the mouse, not, not the mice, the, the scientists doing that to the mice. I mean, can we all just stop with this already? Anyway. Back to the paper. Ben Hu also co-authored multiple papers on coronavirus research, including a 2017 paper on bat coronaviruses with someone by the name of Peter Daszak, the head of a company called EcoHealth Alliance, which was funded in part by the NIH and the USAID. Data privately shared with the NIH revealed that these SARS-like viruses grew far more quickly and caused more severe disease in humanized mice in the lab. I guess they considered that a success. <laughs> now listen to the next four points, which form a critically important timeline. Obama banned federal funding for gain-of-function research of concern, that's the key phrase here, in 2014. However, the National Institute of Health and the NIAID, headed by Francis Collins and Fauci, an EcoHealth Alliance, deemed their work on SARS-like viruses as not falling under the gain-of-function 
Research of Concern definition and funded this project in China anyway. As a side note, the ban on gain of function was lifted in 2017. Now, we skip to March 2018. The Wuhan lab the EcoHealth Alliance and the University of North Carolina applied for a $14 million grant from DARPA to engineer cleavage sites into SARS-like coronaviruses to study how this affected their ability to grow and cause disease. Now, DARPA rejected the grant, but it now appears that the Wuhan lab went forward with the research anyway. The Times of London reported that US collaborators with the Wuhan lab had come forward and said the Wuhan scientists had put cleavage sites into SARS-like viruses in 2019. Now, scientists around the world now pretty much universally agree that the key piece of the COVID-19 virus, which made it so transmissible compared to its closest relatives, was its unique cleavage sites. Now, believe it or not, there's still more. It is now clear that the Chinese military scientists worked secretly alongside civilian researchers to make coronaviruses more dangerous at the Wuhan laboratory. On top of that, one of the top Chinese military vaccine experts at the Wuhan lab died after the outbreak began to spread around the globe in 2020. Apparently, he fell off the lab's roof. Perhaps you knew Hillary Clinton. That's a little insider joke there. Another three more facts that will make your blood boil. On January 15, 2021, five days before Joe Biden took office, the US State Department published a fact sheet that pointed to the likelihood of a lab leak as the cause of the pandemic. That's right. Biden knew 15 days into 2021 that it was most likely a lab leak. I'm speechless. I'm clearly joking. That would make a bad video. But seriously, if the US State Department knew this in January 2021, then you can rest assured that they would have shared that information with everybody in the Five Eyes Security Alliance, which means top officials in the UK, Canada, New Zealand and Australia then lied and gaslit their populations about the origins of this virus for three fucking years. Next, in February of this year, the director of the FBI told a reporter that the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab leak. And finally, Jamie Meltz, a former member of the WHO's Expert Advisory Committee on Human Genome Editing, stated, had US officials, including Dr. Fauci, stated from day one that a COVID-19 research-related origin was a very real possibility and made clear that we had little idea what viruses were being held at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, our national and global conversations would have been dramatically different. That from a former WHO expert. I believe the only way all of our citizens of the globe can heal and come together again is if every one of the lying, corrupt, self-serving, authoritarian assholes involved in this cover-up and the subsequent COVID response is locked up. And please don't fall for that bullshit excuse that they did the best they could at the time. These people did what was best for their bank balance. Period. 
It is criminal that this brilliant piece of investigative journalism by Michael Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Guntag got exactly zero coverage in the corporate media, particularly considering all the major claims made in the article have subsequently been confirmed by an explosive story in the Wall Street Journal in the last 48 hours. So please share this article, clip my video and share them amongst your friends and networks. And if someone you love died from COVID, you now know who killed them and it wasn't the unvaxxed.